whoever the Lord brings us, however many people, students the Lord brings us, um, that we would continue to hold out uh, the scriptures to them so that not not so that they can just gain a knowledge of the scriptures in and of themselves but so that in the scriptures they can come to find Christ and, yeah. and receive eternal yeah. life. Hello and welcome to the Cornerstone Nottingham 10 Years of Thankfulness podcast. Throughout the history of Cornerstone Church, uh, the church has been blessed by being in a university city where tens of thousands of students come to study. Some have come and gone. Some have come and stayed for decades. And in this uh, episode, we're going to be exploring our student ministry at Cornerstone, giving thanks for the last 10 years and more of having student ministry based in our building on Castle Boulevard. And uh, today I'm delighted to be joined by Rui Miller, who's one of our ministers here at Cornerstone. And we're also joined by David Upton, who is on the ministry development scheme and who currently leads our student ministry in the church. But Rui, uh, before David and some years ago, you mm. led the student team here at Cornerstone. Tell us about yourself, your role, how God led you to the church in the first place. Yeah, thank you, Phil. Um, yeah, so I came to Cornerstone um, about 12 years ago now. Um, I had just graduated, just finished being a student. Uh, came first as an intern here. Um, I knew about Cornerstone because my parents were here. Yeah. They'd started coming uh, to Cornerstone while I was away at university. Uh, my first, uh, I, I know we're thinking about kind of the building and uh, having been in the building for 10 years. The first time I ever came to Cornerstone was before I um, uh, while I was still away at university and I came in my university holidays and I thought gosh what is this place they've got this massive building project that they're mm, doing mm. what have my parents got themselves into <laughs> um, you know are they are they being fleeced for all their money and all this stuff um, and I, I was just so wrong just mm. so completely wrong when I turned up and and I saw what was going on here and I thought actually this is a church that is uh, really warm really welcoming really cares for people um, and the building project actually was all part of that. It was all about actually yeah. how can we how can we more yeah. effectively reach people with the good news of Jesus. Um, so yeah, so I arrived uh, with my wife Esther uh, about 12 years ago. Um, I came as an intern. Um, Esther was working with international students uh, at the time as well, uh, yeah. and uh, we stuck around here. Um, I did a, had a few years uh, as a secondary school teacher, and then I rejoined the staff at Cornerstone about uh, about seven and a half years ago. I can't believe it's 12 years. We were interns together. We were. And a lot has changed since then. And uh, maybe we've matured slightly. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> we still giggle maybe. away occasionally. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, David? Uh, tell, you're a more recent addition to the church family here with your wife, Ruth, as well. Tell us about yourself. How did you end up on the team here? Yes, so we, we came to Cornerstone and to Nottingham for the first time uh, just over two years ago now. Uh, I grew up in Leicester, uh, studied in London, studied history there, and was then a secondary school teacher teaching history in a South London school uh, for a couple of years. And uh, I, I also first came to the church as an intern, so I uh, felt a call to explore whether working for a church was a good thing to do and something to maybe commit my life to doing. And uh, came the first experience I had was actually is uh, an interview with both of you and Amanda. Oh yeah, um, and yeah, it was just such a warm feel, uh, <laughs> such a lovely conversation that we had. We paid you to say that. Uh, yes, yeah. you did. Uh, and I think I think my first memory was I had to do a presentation on something that I 
enjoyed or had an interest in and I decided the best approach was to insult Nottingham Forest <laughs> and show just how Arsenal Football Club is the greatest football team yeah. uh, in the world. Well, as of October 2022, when we're filming this, recording this, top of the they league. are currently top of the league. And Forrester... For how much longer? We'll bottom see. Bottom of the league. Currently yeah. in, in the Premier League. Yeah. That's what okay. we're focusing on. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. The highlights. I'm quite impressed yeah. that I know that knowledge, you know, given yeah, my yeah. football history and everything else. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you're on the MDS scheme, the Ministry yes. Development Scheme. We're going to be thinking about that in another podcast and what that looks like. But tell us what you're doing. What is that? Mm. So uh, I lead the student ministry here and uh, have been involved with the student ministry since I joined as an intern. Yeah. Uh, and now, uh, rather than serving in that and uh, supporting Sam, who was leading it before me, uh, I now uh, serve the team and lead the student ministry here. Uh, I guess you could say uh, training to be a minister. Um, that, yeah. that seems to be uh, the trajectory. Uh, studying with Crosslands, just begun my... Uh, seminary level theological training with them which is is really good fun really stretching challenging interesting Great. yeah um and just generally being being a part of the life uh, of the church and and uh enjoying being on the staff team here yeah. learning from people who've uh, been doing ministry uh you know for 12 years or or for longer uh, and really soaking up a lot of that uh, which i think has been a real blessing and that's a kind of three or four year scheme, yes. is that right? Yeah. So you'd be here, you're kind of doing the training, learning, and then, you know, praying where the Lord will lead you next, what that's that it. will look like. And, and, and yeah, exciting to see how that all develops. Mm. Rue, uh, as part of the uh, this podcast, we're thinking about the blessing of being in this in this mm. building. You mentioned already you, you kind of landed in, in the middle of the building project. Yeah. Give us some of your first kind of impressions of... I guess coming into the church, being being here whilst we were building the building, and yeah. what that felt like those years. Yeah, thanks, Phil. It was it was really good. The, t the year I arrived, the year we were interns, Phil, was the the first year that we'd kind of moved onto the site. Yes. we were still meeting on Sundays in the school, uh, but the the church office was here. Uh, so every day during the week, I got to come in here into the old uh, into the old warehouse building. Um, yeah. It was quite it was quite a, a a unique experience. I think there there weren't many interns who had that experience of of working in the in the warehouse, yeah. going over every Friday to set up the school and, yeah. and turn that into a church. And also then just being able to see this building kind of taking shape yeah. uh, and uh, the old, the old uh, showroom being torn down and then the new building kind of rising up from the ground. Yeah. Uh, it was really exciting. It was great. And, and something that really stuck out to me, I, I remember that year as an intern, obviously gaining so much uh, kind of uh, wisdom and, and insight from... Uh, from uh, all, all the, the staff here at Cornerstone, but particularly being struck um, by uh, by Paul Couchman, who was heading mm. up our, our building project, and just the way he went about that job, which which arguably was not kind of a, a directly sort of ministry focused job, um, but seeing a, a, a mature Christian guy doing a job mm. uh, that involved lots of contact with with contractors and with with people outside the church, but doing it in such a way that really displayed Christ and mm, showed mm. showed what it looked like to do a, a I guess a, you know, a secular job as a Christian um, that was really helpful for me then as I went on into into the secular workplace in teaching and stuff just having had that year uh, watching Paul go about his his work in a way that, that really glorified Christ even when he wasn't you know directly doing Bible teaching or whatever but but being able to see what does it look like to be a Christian in mm, the workplace mm. um, 
so yeah, really thankful for that. And what did student ministry look like at that point? So we were still meeting in a school. Yeah. We were kind of slightly nomadic, uh, I guess, in some ways, moving from place to place. What, what was happening? Yeah, I remember uh, setting up every Sunday afternoon, yeah. uh, lots of fairy lights, um, just trying to kind of make this fairly <laughs> fairly dingy room in the school into something that was was attractive and warm and welcoming for students. Yeah, um, we started. We we had um, student lunches happening in the school building, and you know the same thing. We we're in in a, a big sort of assembly hall and trying to make that feel like a a kind of warm, welcoming family kind of atmosphere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, but, but really blessed to be where we were. The school was, was really close to the University of Nottingham. We had lots of students coming. Um, and I think, you know, decades before that, Peter and Valerie had really committed mm. to, to reaching the students of the city and particularly to reaching out to international students and welcoming in students from all over the world. Um, so to come into that and to, and to see that happening uh, and, uh, yeah, it was really exciting. Um, yeah. but, but then also really exciting to then see how this building mm. would would facilitate that uh, even better and, mm. and give us even more opportunity mm. to be mm. uh, to be reaching students and caring for students and, and welcoming them in uh, and this may not have changed over the years but I guess as you began and as, as you took on the kind of leadership responsibility yeah what were some of your ministry priorities do you think as you led the student team and as you were involved in leadership there yeah I think there's there's a couple of things going on uh, I mean, one of our primary things we want to do is, is for students who are already believers, um, just to be caring for them, uh, to mm. be discipling them well through their time as students, and, but also really preparing them for, for time beyond that as well. It's, it's actually really quite a small period of time, mm. you know, three mm. or four years for most students. And so not only focusing on, okay, what does it look like to be a Christian student, but also what does it look like for you to, to go on and be a really fruitful member of a church congregation mm, mm. and I think one of the things I've, I've known right from the beginning of my time at Cornerstone is the number of number of former students you mentioned earlier yeah. a number of former students who've stayed in the church and I I look around our you know loads of our our connect group leaders our elders our kind of ministry leaders people who are really um uh, kind of serving the church well mm. were here first as students um, and so it's a real blessing to see that. And, and I think then also to hope that those students who go on from Nottingham, but mm. who've been here f- with us during their time, will go and do that in another church somewhere and yeah. will be kind of weight bearing members of the congregation somewhere else. So that's for Christian students. Um, obviously, then also we, we have lots of students who come who, who either uh, have grown up perhaps in, in Christian families, but are not themselves believing and, and mm. are maybe sort of exploring that for themselves. Mm. Um, or who have none of that Christian background and, and university is the first time really they've come across that. And mm. we love working together with the, with the Christian unions in the universities mm. mm-hmm. to kind of reach them. It's been a real privilege to be involved in, in events weeks over the years and, and get to know students on campus and then invite them back to Cornerstone and, and introduce them to people here. Um, and then, yeah, I think, you know, for those who, who come perhaps with a Christian background, but who, who don't really believe themselves, just being able to work through that with them and say, OK, let's let's work out what this this thing is to follow Christ um, yeah. and what it would look like for you. So that's that's a, a real joy as well. Yeah. And, and I guess recognizing that you guys are the, the product of of other churches, student ministries. You know, I was a student at Cora, so I'm really thankful for that time. But, you know, you will have brought with you different experiences from outside of here. And 
uh, I recognize that particularly for David, you know, you kind of landed in to mm. our student ministry, very much involved in the kind of leadership of that. What were some of your initial observations? You know, feel free to be as honest as you'd like <laughs> to be. Uh, it could be critique or encouragement and joys. Maybe both would be nice. Uh, that would be what good. What did you observe? <laughs> yeah, it was interesting. I, I guess my first taste of of church life here, but but also student ministry here was yeah. was very different I, I guess in a similar way to what you were describing Rue, with the warehouse and setting up at mm, the school that's mm. quite unique uh, I came in, in in the middle of the COVID pandemic yeah. Yeah. Um, in between lockdowns and so so actually my first impression of student ministry was all online and via Zoom and uh, doing yeah. something quite rarely for student ministry over the summer uh, we did I think something we called the summer gathering and yeah. Uh, just giving a few talks and uh, doing some Bible studies on Zoom. So so that was quite a, a, an interesting perspective, a bit yeah. different, setting some challenges that you could only really do in your home and and so on. So that, yeah. that was a bit different. But as I as I stayed for longer, I got to to see, I guess, a more accurate picture of what we mm. uh, 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 aim to do uh, for students when they come here and, and what the vision for the student ministry was. And I think I was really struck by um, just how central we want the Bible to be at everything we do with our students. Because in, uh, we were talking about this before, in some ways, it would be really easy for us to um, just do talks in our student mm. ministry specific events. So we run a, uh, an event every Sunday during term time for students. And uh, we call that preview. And that could just be I'm going to preach the gospel to you every week. Mm. Um, and that would be really good. We'd probably cover a lot more ground. We'd probably uh, have a lot more to say on that. But actually what we do is we do a Bible study because we don't just want people to hear the gospel, mm. whether they're Christians or not. We want them to encounter Jesus for themselves in the words of scripture. Um, and as they do that, we want them to to get a better grasp to demystify the Bible because mm. people could come from all sorts of contexts somewhere, uh, you know, they're going to be able to lead the Bible study better than, than I can at yeah. points. And then for somewhere, actually they've, they've maybe heard the Bible taught a lot, but, but haven't ever really encountered those words of Jesus and encountered Jesus himself mm. for mm. themselves. Mm. And so what we want to do is, is slowly and gradually help them to both hear the gospel week by week, um, but also to gain some skills of how mm. how do you read the bible mm. how do we read different genres and tone and all sorts of things and so the bible study format i was really impressed with that and that's something yeah. that's continued um, in many ways it doesn't feel like all that much has changed in our approach um it, it, it works it's been good um I, th I think one thing has been interesting. So I've, I've seen quite a lot of growth. Um, I've seen that in, in the last couple of years um, uh, under Sam's leadership. Numerically? And numerically, that, yeah. 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 And, and, and that, I think we always in ministry do, we, we, when trying to measure ministry and yes. how successful it is, numbers are often yeah. what we go to. Yeah. And there maybe is some truth in that, but actually more more importantly is is faithfulness to the yeah. gospel, is um, praying for our students, is is them growing in love for the Lord Jesus yeah. and, and in maturity of what it looks like to follow him yeah. uh, 
mm. as as a student and then as Rui was saying beyond into the rest of their life mm. Um, mm. and so that that's I think the main thing we, we've seen lots lots of students come through lots of students who stay with us yeah and that is a huge blessing to our church family and, and we hope the students are blessed uh, by being here but actually more importantly we want them to to grow deeper roots into the gospel and it's such a unique kind of season of life isn't it being a student mm. and you know there's three years four years or more you mm. know if you do postgraduate mm. or whatever different degrees uh of that season of life where you're kind of in this world which is it, it it's kind of in the real world but it's kind mm. of not because you're yeah. you know you're, you're living as a student you've got to manage all of that kind of the workload as well as the you know just that season of life if, if somebody's listening and they're maybe a, a, a parent, a mum or a dad or a grandparent or a prospective student, mm. you've, you've mentioned preview and the kind of Bible teaching aspect. Just set the scene. What, what actually happens here on a Sunday when you come together? Yes. So I guess we operate largely on a model of give us your Sunday. Yeah. Um, so we, like we were saying, we, we want to partner with the Christian unions. We're, we're really... We believe that that's really important to partner with them and encourage students to get involved if, if they like to mm, uh, mm. midweek. But on a Sunday, we'd love for students to come to uh, our services. Mm. So it's generally not the 9.15 service. <laughs> there are a couple of students, you know, they've got their routine nailed down, but the 9.15 service in the morning is... It's quite early for a student. We, we are realistic, you know. We are. There's yeah. some more difficult yeah. routes to fill. That, yeah, they are, students. yes. Um, so we have a few who soldier on with that, but but largely they'll come to the 11.15 service or the evening service at 7pm. Yeah. Um, and so we'll sometimes run a, a student lunch after the 11.15 service. I think we've got one coming up this Sunday. Um, and then the, the kind of regular fixture is that Bible study. Um, yeah. Because whilst we want them to hear just the general teaching that we we have in our services mm. for the whole church family we hope that's going to kind of be pitched so that everyone's going to benefit from that and and come to worship and love the lord more but but we do recognize like you were saying that it's quite a unique mm. season mm. it's often for, for many students it's make or break uh, for some be, yeah. it's it's yeah. often where faith that has kind of been pottering along fans into flame it's not always the case but it's it's a very unique time and so we, we do run kind of specific Bible studies that, that are teaching the word of God, but then thinking particularly around application of what does this look like to embody right now as a student mm. with some mm. of the particular opportunities that there are with maybe more time or more, more time rubbing up alongside lots mm. of people from different walks of life, but also some of the challenges. Mm. Um, living for, for Jesus at university is, is often a really hard place to be. It's mm. often hard at school and that can intensify university um yeah so, so we want to support students um but also encourage them to to live for jesus more and more in every area mm. of their life mm. um and yeah. like something i've observed and not involved directly with student ministry is you know we just had freshers week we at some of the universities we mm. pick up a, a number of kind of first year students but also based on where we are kind of physically in the city we're kind of very close to a student area mm. we also pick up people maybe in their second year people who maybe have realized they've not engaged with church in their first yeah. year what would you say rude to somebody who's in that situation well i think i think it's one of the big changes since we moved here to this building mm -hmm. so um we're now much more kind of uh equidistant really from the other yeah. universities so we've had, had many more students coming from from nottingham trent mm. um mm -hmm. including mm -hmm. nottingham trent clifton mm. um as well as still lots coming over from from the university of nottingham 
Um, and I think, yeah, we, we've also seen, as you say, quite a few students went in their second or third year, they move into Lenton. Yeah. And all of a sudden there's this, this church on the doorstep. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I think it's really encouraging actually that sometimes it, it does just take a, sometimes it takes a year or a couple of years yeah. for a, 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 someone who goes away to university, yeah. maybe just to, to then start thinking, okay, well, I've, you know, I've, I've, I've tried not doing church for a while. Yeah. Actually, I think I want to go back mm. and I want to, I mm. want to, you know, reinvest in that and, and, and reinvestigate yeah. perhaps. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, we, we really enjoy receiving, receiving second and third year yeah. students who perhaps have, have not settled in a church mm. uh, or who have, uh, have never been to church, but, but through the course of conversations, perhaps with Christian friends or with people they've met at university, yeah. thought, oh, do you know what, I'm going to give church a go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we, I mean, we expect every, every year, you know, we, the yeah. new students arrive in September and of course we, we want to welcome the freshers. Um, but there's also, I mean, yeah. I, I remember actually my first, my first Sunday at Cornerstone as, a, as an intern, uh, the, I think the first student I spoke to was a guy in his fourth year yeah. uh, who hadn't been to church at mm. all through his, his whole time. I think he'd grown up going to church, uh, but he thought, actually, no, I want to want to go and give church a go. And mm. yeah, yeah, we're, we're always happy to see see those people. That's great, isn't it? And we want to kind of communicate to me that, you know, like Jesus and his kind of posture to the world, even for people who feel like they've wandered, messed yeah. up. His arms are open wide. He wants us to come, come to him yeah. and, you know, put your trust in him. And even if you've, you know, not done church for three years and you're in your fourth year, you think, mm. well, the, it's never too late. Yeah. And, you know, we'd love you to come in first year. <laughs> but we also recognize sure. that we pick up people later on. Uh, uh, Rue mentioned earlier on this kind of sense that, you know, Cornerstone over the years has has, has recognized that in in in, in terms of students, it's, it's not just UK students, it's also people from the nations yeah. that come to us. You know, Peter Lewis often used to say about the kind of the world has come to our doorstep. Um, how has that kind of impacted the shape of student ministry in, in our church and in this city? Mm. Yeah, we, we do. We do run some, we, we kind of have a, a hybrid approach, I guess you'd say. So we recognize that for uh, lots of international students, um, they will come to this country as Christians. Um, sure. They will uh, love the Lord Jesus and, and want to work out what does it look like to live for him in this new context. Uh, and so it's been great to have so many of them just join us and get involved mm -hmm. and meet students from this country and other nations and, and just settle. And and I guess, I guess language comprehension is sometimes a factor in terms of where we might point them. So preview is generally pitched at more... Uh, th those who can speak English as, as fluent. Sure. Um, and then I guess if, if someone's come to the country, Christian, loves the Lord, or, or not a Christian, and is exploring maybe uh, Christianity for the first time, then we might point them more towards some of our other groups. So we work a lot with Friends International who run Globe yeah. Cafes. Yeah. Uh, and so we, we work in partnership with them and encourage them towards that that that's a really good opportunity actually for for evangelism um, so many students come to the country knowing that there's some sort of christian heritage mm. in this country mm. and just just maybe even want to explore that and, and learn a bit more about that and and that can often be a real pathway into showing them christ um yeah not just that this is a cultural phenomenon in our history, but yeah. actually he is living today and wants to know them personally. And, yeah. uh, and that's brilliant. And so, so we have, it'll often depend on uh, uh, 
whether they're a Christian or uh, fluency of, of English, yeah. but, but depending on where they are on that spectrum, we've, we've got something which will hopefully cater mm-hmm. uh, for them. Uh, but we recognise we don't we don't always get that right, and sometimes they might come to one of those events and realise actually this isn't quite for me, and so mm-hmm. uh, help them to to see the other one. And yeah, go for it. Oh, I was just going to say I think I think also I've just been so uh, so excited to see how welcoming students from around the world really has it enriches the the ministry that's going on here. Yeah. yeah. Um, so just remembering that we had a um, time here a few years ago a student uh, student event in the building. And um, we'd been talking, the whole, the whole theme that we'd been talking about was about the sex and relationships. And I just remember after one of the sessions, just looking around the room and saw in the corner um, three students with, with one of our student team. And the three students were two girls from Nigeria, um, another one who uh, I think was, was British Zambian. Uh, and then this, uh, this guy on the team, he's a, a, a British guy in his 60s. And they were, they were chatting away really, really delving into and digging into what we've been talking about. And mm. I just thought, where else in the world yeah. would you see that mix of, of nationalities, of ages, of, of life stage and life experience, all really wrestling together with what, what is God saying to us mm. and how does mm. that apply, not in the abstract, but in these very real areas of our lives mm. that matter to people that, that are important. Um, and there's something really beautiful about that and so Mm -hmm. I think it's been a Mm -hmm. it's been a great joy for me seeing that and and we're so thankful for the work that that Friends International Mm -hmm. do as well um welcoming in particularly students I think who who often are going to head back to other parts of the world Mm -hmm. um after they've been here for sometimes only for a year Mm -hmm. um and again that work of of uh, of reaching people with the good news of Christ and and of preparing those who are Christians then for for living back in a different culture Mm -hmm. uh, a different church culture different uh, different culture around them as well, um, and, and that's really valuable. That's great. And, and actually, they having a lot of international students who come to our regular Bible study really lifts our horizons as well, because it's mm-hmm. quite easy to start thinking that only about the gospel and the church in, yeah. in this country, and actually having students who know a different context where there is still Christ Church uh, trying to live salt and light. Mm. It's, it helps our UK students. It's a blessing to our UK students for them to chat with people from other mm, cultures and mm. go, oh yeah, actually there are common struggles and yeah. challenges in, in all sorts of uh, places around the world. But actually there are wonderful blessings. Like you say, we can kind of unite and talk mm. about these wonderful mm. truths. Mm. Um, that's That's been a real joy to see as well. Mm. Yeah. I really appreciate it as a student um, that Cornerstone always wanted to kind of support and complement the work of the University Christian Unions, mm. the UCCCF, and other o- organisations. Is, is that still the case? Is that still what we what we were all about? Um, I'm going to ask Rue that question. <laughs> well, a, yeah, a minister of the church. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah, absolutely. I think I think the the access that the University Christian Unions have on on campus, mm. um, they can literally go to places yeah. that we can't go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they can they can use rooms. They can use buildings that that actually, as a, as an outside organisation, we wouldn't have access to. Um, and and they are so um, committed and focused to saying, look, this is during this time at university. Why not? take a take a bit of time to investigate what Christians believe mm. um, I think that you know their desire is that every Christ, every student has the opportunity mm. to hear about Jesus and to, and to meet and talk with a Christian uh, and we just think that's that's fantastic we really want to support that and actually we're also really clear that actually that's only going to work and only going to be sustainable mm. 
if then they're being introduced to local churches yeah. and, and they're building mm. that relationship with church. So I remember again, one lad I met, um, met with a, a student at one of the, the university events weeks um, and uh, I was going along and helping out for the week and I chatted with this guy probably every night. He had so many questions mm. and um, it was just a joy to, to get to know him there, but then also to be able to invite him. You know, at the end of this week, actually, we, we meet every week yeah. at, at church down the road. Why don't you come? Why don't you come and, and see what we're like? And, and actually for him to move then from just having maybe this set of questions, that sort mm. of intellectual questions, mm. to then coming into a church community and seeing, okay, this is what it looks like. Because yeah. um, it was interesting. I think he kind of, he agreed with a lot of Christian stuff, but mm. wasn't quite ready to take that step into committing himself. And I think it really helped him to see, okay, this, this is what it looks like then when, mm. when people do commit, this is, this is the life of a Christian thereafter. Mm. Um, mm. So that was a real privilege. And I, I, you know, that, that for me is, is what the partnership between Christian yeah. unions and, and churches should look like really. Um, so yeah, we love the work of the mm. CUs and mm. uh, yeah, we really want to support them in that. And I remember when I was a student, um, one of the phrases that, that was used at the church I was at was often when you come to university, this is the first time that you'll be able to explore the claims of Jesus mm. for yourself mm. as an adult. Yeah. And so the CEUs get that opportunity to present Christ mm. um, on mm. campus mm. and give people mm. the opportunity, whether they've had some engagement, no engagement or, or lots mm. of engagement in the past to ask the big questions, to explore the evidence. But But I've been really impressed by our RCUs since I've been here I, I think the danger is we can often just run apologetic sessions and big questions and all, all make it very intellectual but actually there's a real there's a real understanding from the students that have been leading the execs in in this city mm. that actually yes those are important things to engage with and wrestle with but actually we we want to present the gospel plainly we want to introduce people to Christ we want to show Christ in his word and so they've they've I, I really, really enjoyed being at one events week where the morning, uh, the lunchtime sessions, the lunch bars were all quite intellectual, big questions and, and led to some really fruitful yeah. conversation. Mm -hmm. But then the evenings were just going through Mark's gospel and that contrast was, was excellent. It, it catered to kind of mm -hmm. a, a really broad spectrum of people and just how the Lord works through situations where you think this isn't going to really work um as in so yeah. we, we we were running some evangelism training in the build-up to one of the events weeks and uh, one of our students who was coming had a housemate who just said i'm really bored um you're going to church can i can i just tag along and come mm. with you and she was thinking this probably isn't the session to come to this is you know mm. this is evangelism mm. training and you're not a christian like i'm not sure how you'll find this but but he came along and he just loved it he he was asking good questions engaging with the gospel you know by the end of the session he was giving us top tips for how to reach people better <laughs> yeah. and yeah. and yeah. has been exploring uh, the gospel for himself kind of ever since which has been a real encouragement um it's great and these, yeah. these are such fruitful times aren't they fruitful times in the lives of those non-christians but also those christians who are plugged into these groups and they see the encouragement and the excitement of mission mm. right where they are where they're living yes. in many cases and you know and god uses these things to draw, draw people to into his mm. kingdom and which is absolutely mm. brilliant okay i'm gonna ask you for one answer to this question because we're given lots of answers which is great we like to chat we know that <laughs> uh, what is one highlight of your time leading the student team at cornerstone Rue. Oh, 
I know you're asking. Me. <laughs> um, Only one. Just the one. I think it's it's a strange one actually because it's, it's probably on the face of it not that uh, not that exciting. But I, a couple of years ago, I um, had a few conversations with with a couple of the guys in the student group, separate conversations, but they were all sort of struggling with the same kinds of stuff. Mm. And normally we we kind of have a model of, of you know trying to meet up with people one to one, and you know yeah. you, you do a bit of both. I just thought actually. All of these guys know each other. I happen yeah. to know that they're all going to be sharing a house together next year. Yeah. Instead of me meeting up three separate times, why, why don't we all meet up together? Mm. Mm. And we met up a few times. And, and all I did was, I, you know, I just uh, asked a few questions and I got them chatting a bit. And then actually then they took that on. Mm. Uh, and I know they went on into that, that house where they're all living together. And they were just having those conversations, doing that discipleship with one, doing that yeah. kind of one another ring that we yeah. see in the scriptures. Um, yeah. And it, it just was really exciting for me to see this is, this is what it looks like actually to be, to be preparing believers for, for a lifetime mm. Of, mm. of discipleship, mm. um, where sometimes you're the one who says, actually, can you, can you help me with this? Mm. And sometimes you're the one who's, who's able to provide that help and that support. Yeah. And it doesn't all need to be through, through the church yeah. staff or through the student team. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but actually what, what our role is, and this is, this is what it says in, in Ephesians 4, isn't it? It's, it's for us to be equipping God's people mm. for those works of mm. service. Mm. Um, so yeah, I think that probably just just seeing Good. these those guys equipped and then go out and, and get on with it. That's really encouraging, David. Just one, yeah. I, I I think it's just a real privilege to be able to see for so many students just the penny dropping mm. a lot of the time. Mm. Um, they've they've been taught often if they've come from a Christian home or gone to church growing up, they've heard the gospel taught to them so many times, mm. but then they just come maybe for the first time to a different church and get to hear things maybe the, the same gospel but taught in a slightly new way as it were um uh, just with a different voice even yeah. Yeah. and and just seeing the penny drop so i remember one student who he understood the concept of grace but mm. but he just had he'd had a really bad week he, he'd actually he, he'd in his own eyes had kind of messed up in a mm. big way mm. and we were just sat together and he was just like, I've just, I've gone too far. Like I've let God down. I've, I, yeah. there's no way back here. Um, and then we just started talking about, but you do realize there's grace. Yeah. You, you do realize God still loves you. He still wants you. His arms are still wide open. Mm. And just seeing, just watching him and seeing actually grace as a concept dropping into his experience mm. was just a wonderful <laughs> privilege to see. Um, so I think I think and I think you know our student team could could testify to so many other instances of just having a conversation after a service over a coffee you know going for a beer whatever it is um or uh, one student I'm I'm going into more things <laughs> this is definitely a second no, I, well I d there was one student who was very bold I, I kind of my general invitation to a new student would yeah. be do you want to go for a coffee or a beer yeah and uh, he just said I don't like coffee and I don't like beer actually I don't really like going for a drink with people do you want to go for a run and I did not want to go for a run <laughs> I oh why ever not he took a photo and <laughs> I was not in a good place but um, it was just really good fun actually I I'd had this idea of 
in order to do yeah. good ministry we mm. need to sit down mm. with a drink with the bible open mm. and that is a wonderful mm. thing to do it's still something mm. i do a lot but actually being able to see the penny drop for him yeah. as i was gasping for breath breath as yeah. he was running ahead of me and it just led to a really fruitful conversation so yeah, yeah just getting to see that penny drop is uh that's amazing for me that's really good it's hard get you guys to choose one thing i appreciate that because there's so much joy and just as a member of the church family looking at you know the students on their weekends away mm. on the various events and mission things they're involved with you know seeing students come to faith be baptized okay. wonderful things but also we recognize that there must be challenges mm. what, what are some of those challenges that you kind of observe at the minute yeah Yeah, I, I think it's not a, an easy time to live for Jesus. Yeah. Um, it, we, we have, we've been thinking about it in our series in 1 Peter, but, but in many ways the culture has shifted and mm. the landscape mm. for students living uh, life for Jesus, living according to the scriptures is, is hard. Um, yeah. There's always been challenges to that. And, and in many ways it hasn't changed all that much from when I was a student, but but I think it is quite trying to wear, you know, your heart on your sleeve and go, in my heart is Jesus. Mm. And to do that in a way where there is still the kind of, I guess it's been around for a long time, but quite naive if you're a Christian or could be mocked if you're a Christian when you're in halls and maybe trying to live for Jesus by, you know, not, not having another drink mm. um, when mm. other people mm. are encouraging you to have one. There's still that kind sure. of side of things, but yeah. also there's the the more hostile side of things yeah. where actually no longer are we the good but naive guys, mm. but we're mm. the bad guys mm. in, in many ways, mm. or, or at least we're increasingly seen that way in the West. And so it, that I think supporting some students who are faithfully trying to count the cost of following Christ, taking up their cross, mm. um, but walking with them through that, uh, that can yeah. be a real challenge just to, it's an encouragement at the same time as being a challenge. Yeah. 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 What about for you, Rui? Anything you've observed? Yeah, there? well, I think some similarities in that. I think what I would say, it certainly it is challenging, but it's also just a massive privilege, is that you do see in student ministry, you see every, every type of uh, kind of life challenge and, mm. and difficulty. Mm. You know, I think over the years, student, students who've been bereaved or... Mm. Um, students who are, are going through a relationship breakdown or their parents are splitting up or mm. students struggling with their mental health, yeah. um, students failing their university courses, you know, all of these kind of things that happen to yeah. people in life that are difficult and yeah. that are hard. Um, but actually what a privilege to be able to walk with these people yeah. through, through real life, through real challenges, but to be able to say even in those times, look, this is, this is what it looks like to follow Jesus. Mm in the midst of your grief, in the midst of your struggle, in the, you know, and uh, I, th I think that's one of the things that I, I love most about student ministry is, is you do get, you do get the highs, you get the joys, mm, you get, you mm, get wonderful, you know, mm. students, students getting engaged and students yeah. passing their exams and yeah. students passing their driving test and, you know, all these, all these <laughs> wonderful things that happen in life. But you get a very real picture of life as yeah. well. You mm, get all the other stuff. Mm, and mm. I think that's why it's such a good place for people to be, kind of e equipped and built up ready to to go on into life which of course we know for all of us has has its ups yeah. and its downs yeah. has, and, and challenges so i think that's 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 a real challenge for those of us leading student ministry and, and for the student team but also a massive privilege mm. Um, mm. yeah 
So as we kind of look back on the last 10 years with thankfulness to God, um, I've been asking everyone this question. Mm. What is your prayer as you look forward to the next 10 years? Mm. I, I think it's, in many ways, it's, it's more of the same, which mm. is whoever the Lord brings us, however many people, students the Lord brings us, mm. um, that we would continue to hold out uh, the scriptures to them so that not not so that they can just gain a knowledge of the scriptures in and of themselves but mm. so that in the scriptures they can come to find christ and, yeah. and receive eternal yeah. life I, I think that's that's our vision that's at the heart of our vision yeah. for what it means to do student ministry at cornerstone and you know however long i'm here for leading the team wh- whoever comes after me leading the team I, I think the one thing we'd want to remain constant is is that they continue to encounter Christ in his word. Mm, yeah. Mm, mm. Anything to add to that, Ruth? No, not really. I think I think just uh, maybe just to say keep praying for David and for the rest of the team mm, as they as they mm. lead that. I think that that this would be a place where all, all of that Ephesians 4 stuff again mm. is going on where uh, where those who are in, in positions of leadership are, are are leading in a way that is that is equipping and, and enabling yeah. uh, followers of Christ then to, to go on into the works of service that he has uh, for them to do. And that's so exciting to see that happening through the generations here at Cornerstone, but also, as I said before, to, to see people going out from here yeah. to serve yeah. in other places, other parts of the world, other, yeah. other, you know, other countries, other churches, mm. uh, where, uh, where they have been equipped and built up during their time here mm. and can go mm. on and, and equip and build up others so that so the whole church grows and, and is strengthened. That's really yeah. exciting. Yeah. So yeah, do keep praying for that. Absolutely. And pray that God continues to bring people to the student team, mm. you know, people from different ages and stages of life. Yes. It's not just, you know, young, trendy, 20-somethings like me. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm not in that category anymore, definitely Is that not. the trendy or the 20s <laughs> part? Yeah, yeah. Neither. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I know that you would really welcome um, people who want to invest. And the church family. Yes. Actually just really welcoming and getting behind students and, and really making them feel at home here. Definitely. Why don't we pray for those things Mm. just now as we finish? Father, thank you so much for um, the student ministry at Cornerstone. Uh, Thank you for how it's blessed so many Mm. students who have come, um, some of whom who have come and and gone, and some of whom who've come and and stayed. Lord, thank you that um, your word has been taught and applied to this unique season of life. Mm. Uh, And Lord, thank you that, that students have been pastored and have been, um, yeah, uh, uh, people from this church family have been able to walk with them through some of the darkest seasons Mm. of their lives, uh, through the joys and the trials. Um, But Lord, thank you most of all that you have been so faithful and so good and so kind to us. Uh, And though we do pray for David and the student team, would you continue to bless them? Would you continue to work through them? Mm. Uh, Lord, we give this ministry to you and we pray, Lord, have your way. Would it never just be about numbers or size or how good it looks? But that we recognize that success in ministry is is more more about faithfulness to you. It's about um, doing what we can with what we have for your glory. And that we pray this all for you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Amen.